Hey there, welcome back to the bonus episodes, a uh, reflection back on the first 100. We are into segment number five now, which is episodes 50, no, 51 through 60. And uh, I'm just going to get right into it. The last few weeks have been absolutely crazy busy for me. Um, actually, really, the last few months has been. It's been a, it's been a steady steady build to uh you know seven days a week 10 to 16 hour days and i finally realized that up my hockey has become more than a one-man show and uh you know sometimes you bang your head against the wall and you grind long enough and you realize that so i'm now in the process of hiring an ea an executive assistant if you are listening to this podcast and uh and you work you're able to work remotely with this position you are able to have flexible hours. Uh, it is definitely part-time, like a, for sure 20 hours a week, and I think it's really 40 hours a week. I'm going to know more once we bring somebody on. But there is a lot of opportunity within Up My Hockey to grow and to work with me. So if you're somebody that is looking for either uh, you know supplemental income or actually looking to start fresh with a new company and, and grow with an exciting uh with a, in an exciting area and, and you and you love the game and you want to leave it in a better place and you enjoy sport, supporting and empowering uh, amateur athletes to be their best, then maybe that's something you want to take a part of. So you can definitely email uh, me at admin for that at upmyhockey.com if you are interested in becoming um, an executive assistant for me and my first full-time hire. That would be fantastic. Uh, but in saying that, uh, the weeks have been crazy. So this extra episode has has been added, uh, just added another layer of uh, of execution and content creation that that I don't normally have. But I have enjoyed it. I have been have been enjoyed looking back on it. But I do want to jump jump in and just get after it right now. Um, the first one was episode 51, which was interesting because that was the best of episodes one to five. I had this sort of crazy idea earlier that I was going to do best of uh, series, which I still do think is a great idea. But for me to go back into those hour and a half long conversations and to pick out the bits and pieces that I thought was best and then be able to cut them and put them together uh, just seemed super onerous. And if I did have uh, you know, a staff or more people working, I do think that would be great because there's so much gold. There's so many gold nuggets and lessons in these uh, in these conversations that they should be captured, um, you know, in short form. I understand that the long form of these is is something that is not everybody's cup of tea, right? To listen to 120 minutes of, of a conversation just isn't for everybody. And in this day and age, our attention span isn't the highest and, uh, and we want to have curated uh, information. And, and I, so I do think that these best of episodes would be good, but that was episode 51. So I went through episodes one to five, um, jumped into Nolan Pratt, assistant coach with the, uh, with the Colorado Avalanche for episode 52. Cristobal Huey, one of my most favorite people uh, to ever play with. He was our goaltender in uh, Mannheim with the year of the lockout. He was coming off of a Vesna caliber type year uh, he was playing hockey with the Montreal Canadiens, just crushing it, and uh, went on to the Washington Capitals. Anyways, he was a great goaltender for a long time, and he was by far the hardest goalie I ever had to score on in practice. His compete level at practice was bonkers, especially considering he was an NHL goaltender coming overseas playing in Mannheim. Like He didn't necessarily have anything to prove, to gain. He was there just to stay in shape. And he was the most competitive guy that I'd ever experienced. And there would be practices for sure where I would not score. And that's 
I mean, that's honestly like that's that was rare. You know, like he made it a competition and he took pride in keeping the puck out of the net. And he was 110 percent the entire time. And I thanked him for it. Like I tell all my goalies that when I have goalies or I work with goalies or I'm on the ice with goalies, the more competitive that goalie is in practice makes everyone else on the ice that much more competitive. It braises the level of the game of the of the of the entire group. And um and, you know, I, I thank Cristobal for showing that example. And, and it is something that if you are a young goaltender out there listening, if you compete, if you are the hardest working guy on your team as a goaltender, it is so contagious to the rest of the group. You can have the biggest impact on the ice. Because, you I mean, contrary to that, a goaltender that doesn't try and practice is a cancer. The guy that just stands there and refuses to go down and has the monotone look in his face and kind of moves for pucks and sometimes he's interested and sometimes he's not, that brings the energy down completely. So there's massive power in that position of a goaltender. And if you are somebody who's interested in that position, uh, highly recommend the interview with, with Cristobal Huey. Um, episode 54, Brad May. What a character. Uh, what a career. Uh, old school mentality, but a really good storyteller. Highly recommend that from an entertainment standpoint and also some of his lessons that he drips in there. That would be one that you should listen to for sure as well, episode 54. Uh, the other one that strikes out for me near and dear to my heart is episode 57, Nathan Mackey. That was published in March of 2021. It is now March of 2023, two years later. So I had an interview with Nathan Mackey. Nathan Mackey is now uh, a salmon arm silverback playing in the BCHL. He was one of my first private clients. I'd worked with him for about a year prior, or maybe not quite a year, uh, when that episode was released. And we reviewed our time together. And Nathan went from a midget uh, U16 player to a player that his own academy didn't think was ready for the U18 AAA level and wanted to play U17. One of the first big things we did together was like teach him how to have some fun and teach him how to bet on himself if that's what he wanted. And I'm like, if you want to be a BCHL player, you have to bet on yourself and you have to go try out for the AAA major midget program. That will make you one year closer to the BCHL. You actually have an opportunity to play as a 17-year-old if you take that route. He bet on himself. We worked on his stuff throughout the season. And wouldn't you know it, six months later, he was committed to by the Salmon Arm Silverbacks and was playing there the following season. So that brings us up to that point. My work with Nathan, what we had accomplished, what worked for him, uh, how the mindset coaching helped him get to where he wanted to go. Huge smile on his face. He's a great kid. He's a hard worker. He's everything you'd ever want in a, in a player. Uh, and now, two years later, which is like the best part of this story, we are still working together. He is now the captain of the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. He is now leading the team in goals. He is leading the team in points. He had 24 programs lined up to commit to him at the D1 level this year. He chose Mich Mich Michigan State. Uh, he's a BCHL all-star. It's it's bonkers, kind of his journey, and we have to have him on again because he's a fantastic kid. He's a great leader. He's a great example. He's a great human being. Uh, exact type of player you want leading your hockey team. He's the exact type of player you want in the dressing room. Uh, he he is he is so much fun to work with. And surprise, surprise, he's having success, right? Surprise, surprise, he's getting better. Surprise, surprise, people want to be a part of what he's doing. 
So his story in of itself, like that's a client spotlight that uh, that I got to go back and revisit because there's so much to celebrate about Nathan Mackey. And uh, like I said, this this interview, he's 18 now. Yeah, he would have been 16 years old, probably just turned 16 there, maybe still 15. So if you have a young young player um, around that age that wants to play junior A or wants to play major junior and and uh, and maybe isn't sure about what mindset coaching can do, maybe isn't sure about what it is or how it can help. Uh, Nathan is such a great story uh, because he came to me too, by the way, not having anything necessarily like wrong with him. That's also like the, the stigma about working on your mindset is like, well, something must be broken. There's nothing wrong with Nathan. He was an incredibly hard worker. He was, uh, he was a good player, a skilled player. He was an impact player. Uh, but if there was anything that was holding him back, it was he was very, very critical of himself and he was a bit too serious. Those were his two two biggest drawbacks and things that most people would just pass off as being not a big deal, right? He was critical. A lot of people would say that's good. Um, he was serious on the ice. A lot of people would think that was good, but he wasn't able to flourish with, with that environment. He needed to change his own internal environment. He needed to be able to celebrate more about what he was doing well and connect with what he enjoyed on the ice so he could allow his natural skill set to, uh, to take over and allow himself to build even a greater passion for the game. So anyways, that's an awesome, uh, awesome episode, episode 57. And um, the other one I'll highlight is Chris Joseph, just because from a sentimental standpoint, Chris Joseph was a 14-year pro um, in the NHL for, for a long, long time. I had the privilege of playing with him in Mannheim as well. One of those guys that is just a phenomenal teammate. Um, I don't have enough good, say, good things to say about Chris Joseph or his family. And the sentimental part of it comes from the fact that he lost his son Jackson in that horrible, humble Broncos crash. Humboldt was on, I mean, uh, Jackson was on that bus and Jackson was somebody that I had running around the locker room in Mannheim. I mean, he was somebody that, you know, I, I saw at a, at that young age and grow up over three years. And that hit really hard, especially being a, being a hockey parent, um, you know, with, with boys that are going to be on buses and myself that spent hours on buses. And I know that that tragedy hit everybody in a, in a different way. And obviously it didn't impact anybody as much as it impacted the families of those who were on that bus. So the fact that I had that connection to Chris and that he was able to come on and to share that story, um, you know, about that tragedy and, and, and to, to give him the space to speak about his son, Jackson, and, and, and who he was and what he was and what type of player he was and what type of a teammate he was. It was, uh, it was a really powerful conversation. So, um, and again, from an authentically awesome human being, Chris Joseph was was the was the kind of guy that you you said when you left the team that you know you had the honor of, of playing with him. So those would be my highlights from that segment. Uh, a lot of good stuff uh, in there. And again, I appreciate you being with me here. And and uh, if this has been a help to you to point you back in a direction of a of a past episode, uh, they are all still very relevant because. Uh, stories don't change right stories don't change it's not it's not of the day it's uh it's of a lifetime and uh and i encourage you to go back and visit them so until next time play hard keep your head up